It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. I'm going to use one word and then go back in time to get us to where we are today. The word is breakdown. Now, it gets used for many things. Your car breaks down, breakdown, personal breakdown, life breaks down, piece of equipment, whatever, right? But in this case, societal breakdown. Edwin and I were talking in the office before the show, and I remember in high school, my friends and I, you know, of driving age seniors and young men ready to take on the world, and, you know, in college, we'd go into New York City. And you go out and you, you know, hit the clubs, you dance, you do whatever, get a little late night food, and usually you're driving home much later than you should, which means your parents are going to have a conversation. Uh, sure, there were a lot of those <laughs> for a lot of you too, Edwin. Uh, but yeah, I, I had my fair share of conversations. I was not as smart as I thought. And one of the things we used to do was watch the spectacle. Now, we had... And, you know, kind of put it in context. We had plans for our future. We had done our college applications. I had gotten my nomination to the Naval Academy. Uh, We were all ready to do what we were going to do with our lives. Uh, You know, Mike was going here. Danny was going there. Steve was going here. Amre was going here. uh, Pat was going here. Patrick was going here. You get the idea, right? We all had these plans. But. The group of us, you know, there's always the group. You kind of hang out more together. You go out together. And we'd watch the spectacle as we drove back uh, down the side streets into the Lincoln Tunnel. Those were the days of Times Square with peep shows and prostitution, drugs and crime and more. And then there was one street, 44th Street. Some of you New Yorkers might recognize this. I don't know if you do. I don't know if you know but we would drive it to watch the the sad, and I mean, even as high school young men, we were no longer teenagers. We were of adult age, right, age of majority. We, I, I would say, we were fairly, you know, kind of intrigued and like, wow, that's real, and two, that's sad. Uh, but it was a way to the to the tunnel, and yes, we did it to watch the spectacle, the spectacle of prostitution and crime. Uh, who was offering, selling, and who was participating. And in so many ways, as I got older, I realized how sad it was. And I mean, not not just driving and seeing it, but the effects on people. I remember that shortly or at some point while Rudy Giuliani was uh, in the midst of cleaning up the city, which he did, uh those things were removed from public view. The the Daily, I believe it was the Daily News at the time, which at the time was not a left-wing leftist, but a respectable, one of the nation's respectable papers and maybe other papers, published what was called or referred to as uh, the Johns List. The businessmen, and I guess maybe occasionally there was a woman, but the businessmen who would participate in these activities and Therefore, when their names began to be published, there was an element of shame. It wasn't just about going to court and quietly getting rid of it and hoping nobody checked the public register, which was available, it's public record, but they published the lists of those arrested and charged 
And it did help as one of the tools reduce the problem. Breakdown is happening in America. That example goes back to my younger years. And it's not as if crime and prostitution and drugs went away in the years in between to where we are today. But now I see a similar track, a similar circumstance or circumstances, plural. And the question is to be asked, to be addressed, to be answered, and sometimes even just more obvious of why this is happening. And it ties into many things that are going on in society today. There is a, uh, a breakdown of social mores, of cultural mores, of, of a, a, you know, a, a, call it a defined, defined parameters of behavior. And you can add to that illegal activity that is encouraged by the policies set by liberalism and progressivism that has kept cities and parts of this country, not all cities, but other urban areas and suburban areas, uh, at their worst when they could be much better or certainly not doing as well as they should be. When you release criminals from jail, when you release prostitutes overnight, when you put drug dealers back on the street, when you have open-air cooking of food over made-up garbage can cut in half grills in New York City. What I'm seeing as I look around, and I was preparing for the show, I decided to dial around the world a bit and make sure things had unfortunately uh, been where I thought they were and have seen them in other parts of the world at times. In third world countries, I saw so much similarity. And it can't all be blamed on government, society and government and law and enforcement all come together. The headline on uh, foxnews.com is what sparked this further examination. California cities rattled by prostitution, human trafficking in broad daylight as cops bin blame on a new law. Police warn prostitution will bring other crimes ranging from robberies to shootings. So it's different circumstance, clearly different time. But many of the core reasons that these cities are failing, it starts with the policies, right? The policies at the top. In New York, for example, you had the failure of an abject idiot in office in Mayor David Dinkins. By the way, Bill de Blasio worked in the Dinkins administration. Take that tie for what it is and you will see it. He was a deputy mayor of sorts when he was Warren Wilhelm. I think he was, might have been Warren Wilhelm at the time. Then he became Bolshevik Bill de Blasio. But in California, San Francisco and Oakland, and this is important, they are connected. You have the, one of the highest felon populations or released felon, ex-felon populations combined in Oakland, California. Now, if you've served your time and you've done what you need to do and you want to get your life back on track, uh, ex-felon applies and you're trying to get it together. But in, in Oakland, that's not often the case. More, there is gang activity. There are the black gangs. There are the various forms of other gangs of all kinds, white, black, but primarily black gangs still in Oakland. 
San Francisco, for lack of a better term, the sister city, is primarily the focus of this story where women, prostitutes, thongs in broad daylight corners on street corners, pimps following mothers taking their kids to school, prostitutes twerking at traffic uh, stops, traffic lights, and more. Human trafficking and prostitution rampant across the state of California after their quote, criminal justice reform. And these fake laws or fakery in these so-called laws to protect transgender women from being unfairly targeted by law enforcement as they see it. So this becomes a danger. And notice something that I just said. In the old days, the pimps were in their Cadillacs or whatever car they were driving away from the scene. They'd show up to collect the money. Now the pimps openly work the streets, not just their enforcers. That is a breakdown that is underway in society in San Francisco and in Oakland, and it's happening in other cities around the country. Drug dealers open drug use, open prostitution, and again, being warned, not surprisingly, that it will bring other crimes, robberies and shootings and arguments. You know, eventually you get the story of the John, that's the term for the the client, the John who gets stabbed by the prostitute or beaten up by the pimp or the enforcer or robbed after the sex act, the illegal sex act is complete. I guess in California, they like to make it whatever they want, so it may not be illegal. It's certainly not punished. But in the heart of San Francisco's historic mission district, it now more reflects a bad neighborhood in what was formerly Bombay, now Mumbai, or some other third world hellhole. Yes, there are parts of Mumbai that are business and clean, but take a look at the city more closely and you see what happens in a city like that or in a third world hellhole anywhere, whether it be in... Africa, Europe, uh, it could be in Latin America in some countries, and you see the common elements, a breakdown of law and culture. Residents saying they see people ganging up on one girl. The police come, police are called, uh, they come, or no one comes, and there's nothing they can do. Pimps in Oakland stationed prostitutes, according to one report, outside a Catholic grade school. So you have kids on their way to school with parents and women wearing next to nothing or even naked. There was a time when naked wasn't allowed, but the city, and I am reticent to use the term leaders, allow that to happen with their policies. To the police departments in California, what are you going to do to stand up for the job you signed up to do? You're not to blame. You're forced to obey the laws as passed, laws like Senate Bill 357 that repealed a law that banned loitering with the intent to engage in prostitution. 
California Democrats have legalized crime and continues to create more and more victims in so many ways that it is becoming a societal breakdown. Laws that encourage and enable human trafficking. The original bill written by Democrat State Senator Scott Weiner who argued it would protect transgender women who he said are disproportionately targeted by police. Well, the majority of the prostitutes, well, I'm not sure, but I would assume uh, or can guess that there are some transgender prostitutes out there. The majority of them are biological women or biological men engaging in an illegal activity. But while again, that is, call it the focal point, it goes way, way beyond just that activity of prostitution. It's the criminality, it's the breakdown, it's the imagery of whether it's children going to, off to a Catholic school or parents who guard their children carefully to get them in the building, then out of the building and home. So what you end up with is a society that is divided, not just by economics and not just by culture, but divided in the way people have to shelter in place societally, walk with cocoons around them in a sense, barriers to the breakdown of society around them. Wiener said the police's hands are not tied. They can arrest people for soliciting. They can cite vehicles that are stopped in the middle of the street. They can arrest Johns. They can arrest pimps who are then back on the street faster than the paperwork's done by the end of watch. The Coalition to Abolish Slavery and Trafficking, one of the largest... Uh, service providers for sex and labor trafficking survivors in the U.S. went and supported this bill under the guise of reducing the criminalization of survivors to prevent human trafficking. Apparently that didn't work out so well. Raw reality. Pimps looking to turn out young women and young men into prostitution. So if you're in any of these two cities or other areas of the country, including New York City, Philadelphia, Baltimore, uh, Chicago, uh, Milwaukee, wherever you are in America that this exists, they're coming for your kids, your brothers, your sisters, your granddaughters, your grandsons. And the left, the Democrats, the ones in charge in these areas, care nothing about you. Reality overrides stupidity by Democrats, but it is deliberate because they are the ones fostering these policies. You have gang-affiliated pimps. The gangs make money off of it. Someone goes in for a, for a prostitute, buys drugs to support habits that come from that. They turn to crime. Lives are ruined. Individual families are ruined. The breakdown of society continues. And to the Democrats out there at any level, 
How does this help society? Oakland Police Department said that the new law hinders officers' enforcement across the state. Well, no surprise. And this is everywhere across America in all too many areas, not limited to the urban concentration, the the city environment. But the bigger picture is to use this as, uh, as an example to sh- for all of you to look around you, wherever you may be, and see the reasons for the breakdown of society and the fact that this will not stop unless it's countered and it will require significant effort to turn this around. At what point does society become either subjected to, subordinated by this breakdown of society or unable to respond, which in the end results in further breakdown and or a growth in violence to turn this around? 866-987-1420, 866-987-1420. California is an example all across the state of what no society needs. A society, a state that puts in place laws like California's Prop 47, which lowered felonies to misdemeanors for theft of goods at $950 or less. How was that going to work out well for society? Liberalism and progressivism is a disease and a cancer that must be cut out of society. Join me live on The David Webb Show, Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east, on Sirius XM Patriot 125.